our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah. Welcome to Living in the Light podcast. And I'm your host, David Akins. I want to thank you for joining in once again. And I hope you enjoyed today's message. Praying with the purpose is a pattern in our lives that we need to put it together. So many times we look at it as if I'm just talking to God, he's going to hear me with this quick prayer, which he does. But the thing is, will you be consistent to keep praying all the way through through the full process? Prayer is honest communication with God, and God wants honest feed from us, and he wants to give us honest feedback back. Because prayer is a two-way thing. When it says prayer, or maybe you want to use the word beseech, or maybe just say, just talk to God. And a lot of times in our talking is where we start getting free. God wants you to unload those secret issues that you've been holding within your heart so that he could talk to you. So many times we have issues, we have dealings with families that are hurting, but we don't know how to put it in words. But God says, I still want to hear it. Because the minute we release it unto him and talk it out of our mouths, we put it on him he didn't give us the keys to the kingdom of heaven so that we couldn't talk to him out of the tongue comes blessing and cursing but if we're not willing to talk to him about the problems that ache and destroy us internally we never get the healing that we need because it is in prayer that you learn how to put on the helmet of of righteousness the loins of truth the sandals, the, the breastplate of righteousness and put on a shield and learn how to work the word. But without the woving of prayer, none of those things can fit. Because without prayer, you'll never learn how to work the word of God. Without prayer, you can't learn to work the shield. Nor can you work the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the gospel. You can never work those things without. You can't even function right at work without prayer. You'll be halfway functioning. You'll be focusing on everything that you shouldn't focus on. And every fear that comes along the way without prayer. We go out to battle and fight things in our own ways without prayer. So today I want to talk to you on a topic. Praying with a purpose. And I want to tell you to to look at it today out of Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 20. Jesus left the place and went to the area of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from the area came to Jesus and cried out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter has a demon and she is suffering very much. But Jesus did not answer the woman. So his followers 
came to him and begged him, tell the woman, go away. She is following us and shouting. Jesus answered, God sent me only to the lost sheep, the people of Israel. Then the woman came to Jesus again and bowed before him and said, Lord, help me. Jesus answered, it is not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. The woman said, yes, Lord, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered, woman, you have great faith. I will do what you asked. And at that moment, the woman's daughter was healed. Prayer in itself is a warfare and a deliverance tool all in one. I don't know how your life may be and how your prayer life may be. But for me, when I pray, there are times when I pray, I'm looking for an instant answer. And I never get that instant answer. Sometimes it's a long wait as I have to pray. And sometimes as I pray, I find myself in the silence and attack. And it's hard for me because when I'm in the silence and God is not responding back and it seems like the enemy has poured onto me at full strength, I do not want to push forward. It seems like it is the hardest thing to plead for help to God and you're under attack. We watch war movies and it's so hard for them and to tell the stories of of even the soldiers when we watch the movies of soldiers that were in fighting that how they were trying to call in for help and, and under the drilling rush that they're trying to stay focused and it's hard and so many times in my life and maybe in your life as well that in the process of the silence you go back to the mess that you were once in because of the attack and the silence only to start the whole process all over again Quitting in the silence and in the warfare was my story. I lost so much quitting the opportunities that I've missed because I stopped in the silence. Because so many times we're trained that you hear so many people saying, I prayed and God just answered my prayer out of nowhere. Or, or you prayed a quick prayer and the door opened and now you're praying for something that is so heavy and so hard on you that you're asking for something and you're suffering. Not only are you going for you because you're suffering and the person who is connected to you or the family member is connected to you are also suffering. And yet God is silent. But in the silence, he is still working. Because when I started to look at the scripture, you would go back to it and say, hmm, she's crying after. You're crying after God. So when you're crying after God, everything around you wants you to shut up because you're no longer focusing on it, on the things around you or even the problem. You're focusing on God. So now it creates a dilemma because it is warfare shutting everything else out around you and you only see him. The next step of the process is that he's not saying a word. Because you haven't paid attention, he's already came to you. See, the first thing it pointed out to me when I started looking at the scripture was Jesus left the area. 
the place that he was at to go to Tyre and Sidon. He was coming to her and she was looking for him. She was re- he was revealed to her through the Father. And she was taking him to the Father. Because there's something when you look at it, when you're having that conversation, there is a part where you start talking to him as who he is and not what he isn't. We usually stop and the physical attack comes. But the more I started looking at this story with the Canaanite woman, I started to see that no matter what her circumstances was, she was coming. And at first I couldn't catch on to the story because I was like, okay, Lord, well, she came and, and, and she was talking to you. And because you didn't answer, your, your followers wanted to send her away because she was making noise, following after us and shouting. They were embarrassed because she wasn't coming to them, but she was coming directly to the head and not the tail. And you spoke to her the word. And so many times in my life, God would speak a word to me and I would want to stop there because the problems were still going on. Because you can imagine coming to Jesus saying, my daughter scrupulously vexed with the devil. Or, and in some one translation, the King James, it says, my daughter scrupulously vexed with the devil. I love it in the New Century's version. He says, my daughter has a demon and she's suffering very much. See, a lot of times in the day of society, we'll just say, oh, my daughter's suffering drugs, but we need to, somebody can say, sometimes we need to be dressed the spiritual aspect of it. She came dressing Jesus, who was the head of the spiritual, about a spiritual issue that was manifesting itself in the physical. And I love what he says, even though he didn't answer. And when the disciples said, send her away, what he did was he spoke a word to the situation. He says, Jesus answered. God sent me only to the lost sheep, the people of Israel. Praying with the purpose. Then the woman came to Jesus again and bowed before him and said, Lord, help me. Help me. Jesus answered this time. And he says, it is not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. The woman said, yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered, woman, you have great faith. I will do it. Do what you ask. See, a lot of times is in prayer, we start talking back to God, his promises. We start talking back to God when he starts talking to us. See, because what you didn't catch in reading the verse was that a lot of times in our lives is we stop at the first sign of trouble. Lord, help us. And and I'm about to lose everything. And and my daughter's going crazy. And what God is saying, don't stop there. Keep going. Because there comes a time that everything that he put back in you, she started talking back to it. Because it takes something to say, take the children's bread and give it to the dogs which to me would be an insult but yet she was able to say yes Lord but the dogs eat from the master's table that is something to be able to talk back to God his word but if we don't keep continuous in prayer we never will we're stuck at 
this, but we're never dealing with the spiritual aspect of our problems. My whole life was always stopping at the warfare and in the silence. But just like me, I'm here to encourage you to push you to go beyond the silence and keep going. We're attacked physically and spiritually. And we have no ability to fight back on our own strength. So we proceed. That was my story. But I found the more I kept talking to God and the more I kept dealing with God and kept talking to him as these things seemed to overwhelm me and kept talking and kept talking. There came an answer and there comes a break. So many times we give up in the shortness, in the quiet time of prayer. See, because we always talk like, oh, we want to go and bound up everything in the heavens and the earth. But what happens when you're praying and in the silence he doesn't answer and everything physically that could possibly coming at you that the enemy could throw at you is hitting you in the silence and you're trying to push beyond that to seek his face see praying with the purpose means that I want what I want see I love the fact that the matter is that Jesus took the time to put the places that they were coming from when you took the time and say tired sight and well they're hunters and subduers they're fishermen they know exactly what they want and they go after it and they pursue it so Jesus would give the characteristic of the woman that was coming and a lot of times in our lives we need to take the example of the Canaanite woman and put it into our lives where we start hunting and pursuing him nothing will stop us when you get a fisherman who say we need this catch there's a light storm coming we don't need to go in but we'll ride the waves out because it's not life-threatening to get our harvest and so many times in our lives we stop in the silence because we think that the threat that is coming at us it is life-threatening but we don't realize that if we ride it through on the boat that wave that eventually will break that storm will eventually break and give forth to what God has for us there is a silence on purpose because we don't understand that in your dilemma and in your circumstances God is already showing up he is already at the door he is already there he created the circumstances so that you could talk to him about it he created the failure so that you could talk to him about it because he's already showing up that's why you're talking to him about it and he's already there we see in the scripture that he came to her she was looking for him but he was coming to her he departed where he was to be where she needed him to be this is the God we serve this is the purpose so when we pray we need to put it into our lives we don't need I wish I had more time I would go so in depth and so in depth with you with it but Prayer is something that we need each and every day. Wherever you're finding yourself at and the enemy attacks you and beats you down at, that's the area you need to talk about to God with. Maybe get yourself a journal. Maybe take and write a letter to God. Send it to him. Write it. Write it. Get it out so that he can address it. So many times we hold those issues in and we're looking. We want other people to pray for us. But at the same time, God is saying, talk to me about it. I put you in a situation so you can talk to me about it. I put you in a situation so you can talk to me about it. It ain't a time to give up. It ain't a time to deal the 
to backtrack and run. We're in our messes because we keep running and find ourselves starting all over again is because we quit in the silence and in the first sign of warfare and in trouble. The waves will eventually break. Just wait through the silence because what we forget and the enemy keeps our mind in that place is that if we forget the purpose of your storm was God was trying to reveal himself to you and those around you. He's already there. So when you're talking to him, he's already showing up. So when the silence, he's already at work. Because if he's in front of me and I'm talking to him, even though he doesn't answer me a word, his presence is before me. Because if you had to look at it, he says he goes before you. He was going before her and she was following after him. There was a different story than she's following after, he's following after her. She's following after him with her dilemma. So he was already going to the situation before her. It's something that we need to not forget in our lives. He's already going to it before you. You're following after him. He's already going before you. Even though the situation around you may tell you to leave, give up, it's hopeless. It doesn't succeed. No matter what you do, it doesn't succeed. But so many times we stop in the silence and the warfare that first come in seeking God. See, because if it was easy, everybody would want to pray all the way through and break through and get through the storm. But what God is doing, he's trying to reveal himself to you. It may not seem easy. It may not seem tough. It may be the worst hour that you're having. You've already got dilemma on top of dilemma. You got layoffs. You got bills you can't pay. But God's trying to talk to you in the middle of all of it. Because sometimes in your worst time is when God is trying to show you his best time. Prayer is the only thing we have. No matter what you think you don't have, prayer is your only key. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for allowing me to come before your people today. I thank you, Lord, for your guidance and your truth. I ask, Lord, that that those that hear it, Lord, are able to take this word and, and reapply it to their lives and look at prayer different. And I pray, Lord, that you would reach those, Lord, that, Lord, that are just having a hard time praying because of the attacks they're under and the stress that they're under, God. I pray, Lord, that you would just intercede, God, and just get them to keep praying those simple prayers that they've been praying. And in the process, Lord, that you'll show them that you're in, you're in the storm with them and you're already there and you've been walking ahead of them. They just haven't received the full brunt of it. It's because you're before And the attacks they're getting are just the things passing by. So, Father, I pray, Lord, for every man that's leading his household, God, that you would give them the strength, Lord, to keep pushing on and keep praying. For every young person, Lord, that is struggling in all aspects of life, Lord, no matter what the dilemma, the hang-ups, the process, the relationships, God, that you would give them the strength, Lord, to keep praying. pray, Lord, in this situation, that crisis that we're going through in this world right now, God, that you would help us, Lord, to stay out of sin and that you would help us, Lord, to lean on you throughout it all, Lord. I pray your deliverance power, Lord, on those that are around us. Those that hear this word, Lord, let them be encouraged. And I pray, Lord, for our leadership worldwide, for every government leader, for every local leader, every municipality, Lord, every city leader, Lord, every block leader, division leader, Lord, neighborhood leader, every home association leader, Lord, 
everybody in a place, a position of power, God. I pray, Lord, that they're able to make sound and strong decisions and wise decisions, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. As we depart and go, I wanted to say thank you for checking in and listening to the podcast. I also want to tell you as a close, just to wrap up every day, um, no matter what it looks like sometimes in our lives, I've learned so many times that when I quit in the silence is where I'm always defeated at and the enemy keeps running those things over in your life. So many times we repeat situations that we need to get out of is because we quit. And then we're stuck having to repeat the process again. And now the enemy's raging even more because now it's a stronghold in your life. So with prayer, we can break the patterns. And I pray that you would take the time and learn to even pray more. Maybe get up and pray before you go to work. Pray with your family before they walk out the door. Pray for those that get on your nerves and talk to God about it. Because maybe they're not there really to get on your nerves. Maybe they're there to get you to pray. And address things how God wants you to address them. Love on those that are around you. See, to me, prayer with a purpose is something, it's praying all the way through. So many times we quit before the process is fully completed. You know, whenever you update your computer, if you turn it off, you never get the full update. And when we stop praying, wherever we stop at, it's never a full update. So if we stop at 45%, now we have to start all over again. Now we got the 45%, the computer's clocked up. You know, if you have a computer and you notice that whenever you stop it on an update, there is a problem. It's clogged up. You have to redo it. The computer's sluggish now. When you want to use it, it's not working as well. Because it's still updating. It's updating. And then reinstalling something. In the same way, look at your life. As God is updating things in your life, stay in prayer. Go through the full process so that he can complete the update that you need in your life. Maybe the update in your life is to get the strength and courage to step out further than you've ever done. But you can't do it without prayer. So many times we want to go out and do things and because we don't want the newest thing or we don't want the newest update that God has for us in our lives, we're like running, we're on Windows 7 and God has had us on Windows 10 point AB12 and now you're in the process of being updated from Windows 8 to Windows 7 to Windows 7 to Windows 8 to 8.1 now to Windows 10 and now you've got to get the back updates and it's taking a longer process because the enemy loves to keep you out of date so that by the time you get caught up you're almost out of date again see so many times we miss opportunities in our lives when we don't go through the full process Prayer is that process that we need. It's the strength, the ability to allow us to get the downloads, the updates that we need to go through the thing that we need to. I got the truth. I got everything about me, but I don't need prayer. You won't have the energy, nor will you be able to use the tools properly because you won't have the daily use of how to do it. Just because you can say I can swing the sword and do this, but maybe you may need to use the sword as a defensive weapon, the block, just like you do with the shield. See, because when we put ourselves in prayer, you might find out that the shield that you carry is just as deadly as the sword. You might find out that your feet are just as deadly as the sword. You might find out that the words that come out your mouth protect smaller swords that go out and do the damage that it's supposed to do. Or you just might find out that God might just want you to be still while he updates you 
for the next stage of your life. But without prayer, we don't know what to do. We don't even know our next step without it. We study the word, but we pray very little. Prayer is the key that you need to move forward. Prayer. The enemy will tell you that it's hopeless to pray because of your circumstances. Don't believe him. Prayer is the answer. Get heart and be like the Canaanite woman. Go to Jesus because he's standing there in front of you with your dilemma. And he just wants you to talk to him about it. Even though he doesn't answer you back, just keep seeking him. And you'll have your answer. No matter how long it takes, prayer is the key to move forward in anything you do. Once again, thank you for listening to Living in the Light podcast. I want to thank you for joining joining me this evening. And I pray that throughout this whole day, throughout the week, that you have a wonderful day. Remember, share the podcast to those around you. Share it to your friends, whatever country they're in, wherever they are, just share it. Post it on your Facebook. Share it on your Twitter. Let God be a blessing to you. And remember, throughout the rest of the week, to hear the next podcast, remember to read Matthew chapter 15, 21 through 28. Let it be a part of your life and let God's word rule in prayer. Be your move. Be this you, the strength, the thing, the tool, the strength, and everything that you do. Let prayer be it. Let prayer guide you. Even when you don't have the ability to read your word, just pray. God wants to talk to you. And remember, he's in your dilemma with you. He's probably standing there in front of you, turning around, waiting on you to talk to him with the dilemma in his hand, ready to break it. Have a blessed and wonderful day. In Jesus' name.